Hey guys, it's me, Vicky from The Healing Jar, and you're listening to The Fertility Doula. Okay guys, so this is my first podcast. Yes, my first one. So there's a million things that we could talk about today, but I really want to talk about infertility. A lot of you guys know this, some of you may not, but I am a certified labor doula and I'm also a herbalist. So that means I work with women who are having babies, but I don't just work with pregnant women. I work with women who are trying to conceive, women who have PCOS, fibroids, black fallopian tubes, all that good stuff. And I can't stress to you how many times a week or even a day women come to me with concerns about trying to conceive. Why? Because most women want to conceive. Most of us can actually do it naturally and some of us struggle with it. So we're going to take some time and talk about them today. The approximate 48.5 million couples a year that are unable to conceive. What do they do? What options do they have? Of course, there's always the fertility drugs. You can get those intrauterine insemination, in vitro fertilization, and there's a lot of other expensive procedures that couples who can actually afford may take advantage of. And if they needed to go any further, there's always donor eggs and surrogacy. But what about the side effects of medications? That really needs to be scrutinized. Also risks of procedures and not even mentioning the financial burdens. I mean, these families are spending tens of thousands to have kids and they're going into debt before they even have their baby. So what do couples do who may not have access to these interventions? And then there's the couples that are health conscious who haven't given up. And then there's the couples who don't want medical intervention at all. What are they doing? Let's explore some of the herbs and alternatives that I've come across in the past six years. Most of these have been really effective. But first, I want to be clear. Herbs are not a miracle cure. They're meant to be used as supplements while you get your diet and your lifestyle in order. First thing first, your food should be your first medicine. Unfortunately, in this country especially, we don't have widely spread access to the best organic foods and livestock. So this is why we supplement. Now the reason that organic herbs are superior to most over-the-counter vitamins is because the -the over-the-counter vitamins are still pharmaceutical. Yeah, that means they're still synthetic. Um, They're a synthetic version of the vitamin. That's a better way to put it. So they're not actually the vitamin and they're simply making the body think that it is getting the vitamin. However, in reality, it is not. The body is always in a state of natural healing and herbs help it to do that. So while you're perfecting your diet and exercise regimen, of course, herbs are great. So let's get to it. Number one, chaseberry tree vitex. So the chase tree is native to Central Asia and the Mediterranean. The berry that comes from this tree is called the chase tree berry or chase berry. It's also known as vitex and it's known to have been used by monks to decrease sexual desire. So we're going to get into hormones for a second. The reason why it probably worked for them is because it's a huge estrogen boost. It really is. And this canceling out some of that testosterone in a male, you can see how it could decrease a male's sexual, you know, his, his libido. So... It's really good for women who are having problems ovulating and having their cycle. And normally that's what I recommend it for. It's really great. One of the pharmaceutical drugs that's a huge popular deal right now is clomiphene, also known as Clomid. And it kind of mimics the herb. Uh, This is a whole nother podcast, but you know, every pharmaceutical drug comes from a herb, but we'll get into that at a later time. The Clomid mimics the chase tree berry. In that it helps you to produce 
mature eggs. The side effect of the Clomid is that it produces more than one egg in a cycle, which happens a lot and results in multiples, twins and triplets and get multiples. Uh, that's a side effect. It's a side effect of the pharmaceutical. The chase tree berry, however, doesn't do that. You get one egg, one mature egg per cycle. So it's really good to use and it's very inexpensive. You just have to know where to get it from. I like to make tinctures out of it. You can always drink it in a tea, but I love making non-alcoholic tinctures with the chase tree berry and um, Bragg's apple cider vinegar. So that's a good rule of thumb right there. Chase tree berry. Number two, macaroon. Macaroon is native to South America in the Andes of Peru, and it's used to treat estrogen dominance, and it also provides the perfect hormonal balance of estrogen and progesterone. So you get the perfect conception and pregnancy cocktail there. And not only is it great support for the entire endocrine system, but it increases energy, libido, and stamina. So I have Dr. Axe here with us, and hi, Dr. Axe, can you help us out a little bit and shed a little bit more light for us on this amazing herb? Maca root can really help with naturally balancing hormones, whether somebody has uh, an issue like PMS or going through menopause or especially an issue like PCOS, that's polycystic ovary syndrome, maca root can help. And there's some good studies on its hormone balancing benefits. The reason why it's so beneficial is it helps lower cortisol levels. And cortisol is known as your aging hormone or your high stress hormone. And when you can lower those levels of stress and hormone imbalance, that's real, where the real healing starts to take place with maca root. So again, um, maca root can help with issues like PCOS and hormone imbalance. Uh, the second thing it can also help with is infertility. You know, there are a large, uh, a large population of women who are trying to find different strategies to get pregnant. Of course, diet is important. Lifestyle is important. There can be other complicating factors. But there is evidence showing that maca root may be one of those supplements or herbs that can really support the body in balancing hormones, which could improve overall fertility. And it's been used that way throughout history, throughout South America, to really support you're the reproductive organs of both men and women, which leads me to my third way maca can be beneficial, is for naturally improving testosterone in men. Thank you so much for that great information. We're going to go ahead and move into our third point, which is seaweed. For women dealing with hypothyroidism, fertility can be a huge issue. So the thyroid just isn't producing enough of the hormones needed in order to ovulate. And this is why seaweed is a great food to add to the fertility diet. It's a great source of organic iodine, which is what the thyroid needs for support. And I personally use kelp, which is a type of seaweed. There's so many different kinds, but I like to use kelp and fertility tinctures because of that understanding. Not only is seaweed good for the thyroid, but it's also rich in so many other aspects of nutrition, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, fiber. And one thing I always ask women who consult with me about fertility, any kind of PCOS or fibroids, is about prior birth control use. So when we take birth control, what we're actually doing is inhibiting our thyroid from producing the necessary hormones to ovulate and to conceive. And like I said earlier, the body is always in a natural state of healing. So what the thyroid automatically does is attempt to compensate for what it was not doing while we were using the birth control. So that's right, we've confused our bodies and the result is hormonal imbalance. 
Thyroid support is so key in reproductive treatment after ceasing birth control and in PCOS and fibroids. And kelp, again, is a great start. I think that everybody in this country needs thyroid support because of the lifestyle that we live. It is so hard to get good food, like I said earlier. And just even consuming pesticides can irritate your hormones and irritate the thyroid. So it's really important. And if you have any questions on getting your hands on some organic iodine or some kelp, you can always contact me because I'm more than happy to help. Let's move into the fourth segment, which is fertility massage. A lot of women like to use this type of natural treatment, and a lot of them actually have been successful with abdominal fertility massage. So through massage, blood is better circulated to the ovaries and to the uterus, and there's different methods of doing so for each phase of the cycle, so it's really amazing. Different oil can be used. You can use castor carrying oil. You can use clary sage essential oil mixed with that or calendula essential oils, but you really want to make sure that you know what you're doing because some essential oils can be bad for pregnancy okay this treatment can be administered by a professional or you can do it alone in the comfort of your own bedroom by yourself or with your partner so it's really something that you might want to look into and I highly recommend this kind of natural treatment let's move into number five water water your body is 80% water. Knowing this, we can clearly understand how important it must be not only for conception, but for our body systems to function correctly, holistically. I'm going to share a jewel with you guys. You can grab a pen if you like. A good rule of thumb for drinking water is this rule. You should be drinking half of your body weight in ounces. For instance, I weigh 160 pounds. That means I should be drinking 80 ounces a day. How many glasses of that? Well, we know that a glass is eight ounces. So when I divide 80 ounces by eight ounces, I'm left with the number 10. That means I should be drinking 10 glasses of water a day. That's how much water I need to be drinking daily. Now, when you're pregnant, you should add 10 more ounces onto that. Okay, so that would mean that hypothetically, if I was pregnant, I would be drinking 11 glasses of water a day. It's that simple. That simple. Number six, fertility steaming. Or yoni steam. Fertility steaming or yoni steaming. This one is my favorite. Last but not least, there's my absolute favorite method of support, which is the fertility steam. And it's respected all around the globe. It's an opportunity to reconnect with the body through the herbal steaming of the uterus through the vagina. And this is how it works. About seven ounces of herbs are boiled and literally sat over top of for 30 minutes, one to a few times per month. And there's many methods of this sitting. Some women use a special stool or chair with a hole in it, with the pot placed underneath while wearing a blanket or special garment, which encloses the seat and helps keep the steam in. And others simply transfer the herbs to a bowl, place a bowl inside of a toilet, and then they cover the lap with a towel and they steam that way. But here's the kicker though. There's special blends of herbs for each menstrual ailment. For instance, for general fertility, you would use oregano, rosemary, and motherwort. Block tubes, you'd use oregano, rosemary, and mugwort. And if you were suffering from some kind of cyst, you'd use lavender, rosemary, and motherwort. So while general blends are still very good, it's pretty important to know which ones are beneficial to your specific concerns. 
And the idea of steaming is that the healing medicine from the herbs travel up through the vagina and into the uterus and breaks down anything that isn't supposed to be there. It stimulates circulation, rejuvenates the organs, and detaches anything from the wall which is not supposed to be there. So with this being said, once you begin trying to conceive, it's safer not to steam again until menstruation comes around again. You never want to steam while you're pregnant or while you are menstruating. And the best thing about steaming with herbs is that if you're using the bathroom method, there's virtually no mess. You just empty the bowl of flush and you're done. So for the couples who are having trouble conceiving and just aren't sure about taking that pricey next step or may not really be having trouble, but just want to use some natural methods to increase fertility, those are a few tips you can try inexpensively. I am always an email or a phone call away from a free consultation. And if you would like to talk about which methods may be right for you, and if you would like to get started with some yoni steaming, you can do so today. You don't have to wait. Just go ahead and contact me at www.healingjarremedies.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you guys next Saturday. Have a good one.